Blog Talk Radio. Okay, I am not sure if we're having technical issues because I'm not hearing the music. Oh, boy. I am not hearing the music. Oh, boy. And the uh, guest has not called in. Um, I apologize, guys. If you're, there was a technical... They did an update to the system this morning and I even had trouble logging in. The dashboard looks great, but there still seems to be some technical issues. Um, I guess said her, the number wasn't working, which is the number of my show. The muse. Oh, there we go. Hello, um, Maddie's at you. That is me. Okay, I I'm thinking we're having some technical issues still because the start music I didn't hear it, although it supposedly played. But we're going to go ahead anyways. This is uh, live radio, so the show must go on. If there's an issue, I'll uh, re-record with you and we'll put it back out there. But just let's just keep going because uh, the show must go on. So, all right, so I'm going to put you on hold for a little bit, Maddie. All right, guys, so thank you for tuning in today. There are a few, there are few things in life. So sure as death and taxes. And if you're hearing this right now, we can safely establish that you're not dead. So let's talk taxes. Okay, and that was actually the start music. All right, guys, so let's talk taxes. You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Behrman here. Our website is DebtFreeWealthRadio.com. Debt Free Wealth Radio is a production of TrudyBehrman.com. Thank you for taking us along with you as you're listening in on your mobile phone, on the web, through Stitcher Radio or iTunes Podcast. Welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that helps breadwinners enjoy lifestyle upgrades the debt-free wealth way, and move Christians to embrace the Bible as a practical, relevant guide to business. Today's topic is taxes, record-keeping and avoiding audits. Get ready, tax season is near. Now, I found several references to taxes in the Bible, and depending on the translation you use, there's, there's, there's so many guys. For example, Romans 13, 7 says, Pay everyone what he is owed. If you owe the tax collector, pay your taxes. If you owe the revenue collector, pay revenue. If you owe someone respect, pay him respect. If you owe someone honor, pay him honor. Romans 13, 6 says, This is also why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's public officials constantly attending to these duties. And probably the most famous of them all, Matthew twenty-two twenty-one, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's and unto God that which is God's. 
Now, come January 2015, right after we have splurged on the holidays, now comes the accountability. And it is of the accounting kind. How do you stack up? Today, my guest is Maddie Brown, a 30-year experienced CPA. And as my guest, she will weigh in on the matter of taxes, record-keeping, and avoiding audits. Maddie helps her clients clean up any money messes, get confident about where they are and where they're going, and create a simple step-by-step plan to get there without feeling overwhelmed, wronged, or judged. Thank you, Maddie. Welcome. Hello. Awesome, awesome. Welcome, Maddie. So, Let's just jump right into this. Maddie, when is a good time to think about taxes? Considering that January 1, 2015, everyone will need to be ready to submit their stuff to the IRS. Can you just tell us when's a good time to think about taxes and remind us of any deadlines we should keep in mind? Well, you know, clearly the biggest deadline is April 15th of 2015, but that's way too late to be making any decisions and making any changes about how you might handle your taxes. So the time to think about taxes is really October, November, in the fall. You need to be looking at your income and looking at your expenses and getting projections and making sure that you've got your estimates paid in. The last estimate was due September 15th, but you can always pay it a couple of days late. But you're required to have estimated payments paid in. You should never owe more than $1,000 on April 15th. So you want to make sure that you get your estimates paid in. The fourth estimate is due January 15th. And any decisions you can make to reduce your tax liability need to be made before the end of the year. You just said something I want to key in. Uh, we should never owe more than $1,000 by April 15th, you said? Yes. We're required uh, to I've make never heard that well, before. Clarify that for us, please. You're required, you're required to make estimated tax payments, mm-hmm. and those are supposed to go in on a quarterly basis so that at the end of the year, you, in order to avoid any potential penalty, you don't owe any more than $1,000. If you owe more than $1,000, then you're subject to an underestimated penalty. Okay, so we are actually talking entrepreneur taxes in this in this comment you just made, correct? Um, actually, no, all individual taxes. All individual taxes. So people right. who opt out of uh, various things may, may, even though they're employed, may find themselves in this situation as well. Yes. Somebody okay. that has a lot of interest and a lot of dividends or other investments or maybe they have a partnership or an S corporation and they have income that doesn't have withholding, they're required to make estimated payments. Okay, fantastic. Now, there is a difference. Well, I was kind of getting there. There's a difference between personal taxes and entrepreneur taxes. Can you help us understand those differences and how the type of business that an entrepreneur has may influence this difference? 
Well, that's a topic that we could talk about at great length, and I would be happy to 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 talk with any of your listeners for an introductory consultation to make sure they're clear. You can be a sole proprietorship that files and is included on your individual income tax return. If there's two or more people, then you're either going to be a partnership or you're going to be an S-corporation. And the reality is all the income eventually ends up on your individual income tax return, but partnerships and S-corporations have another return that they have to file in addition to the individual income tax return. Okay. So personal income tax, entrepreneur income tax, there is a difference. And it could actually, maybe I'll invite you back for another show to kind of help us clarify that, clarify that a little bit more. But uh, let's move on. So there, there it, it, we're already in, you know, September's almost over. And I know there's going to be ads showing up real soon to encourage the do-it-yourself taxes. What is your opinion on the DIY option? Well, I think it gives people a lot. Uh, there are a lot of returns which can easily be done on a do-it-yourself basis. I don't recommend it for anybody in business because the potential cost of lost deductions far outweighs any savings you're going to see as far as do-it-yourself. And you want to make sure that you've got a complete record of all of your deductions because we don't want to pay any more taxes than we absolutely have to. We want to pay what we owe, but we don't want to pay any more than we absolutely have to. I'm going to add one more piece to that um, just from personal experience. Should the IRS have any questions about, you know, your paperwork, the do-it-yourselfers have probably way more uh, problems down the pike than if you have an accountant signing off on the stuff you submit. So, Well, there there is some truth to that, but what's more important is the person that has an accountant has someone to support them if they are contacted by the IRS. The person who did it themselves is on their own, and that is a very big difference. Right. Um, Because ultimately, even if you have an accountant, you're still ultimately responsible for what is in the report. All right, so uh, there's going to be some software out there. We just talked about the do-it-yourself options. There's going to be software peddled out there. Um, and there's some that people are already using to manage your tax data. I know like with my accountant, um, I'm using Quicken, and every now and again she comes and downloads stuff onto her uh, USB, and she runs off and she does stuff for me. But, you know, there are other software that I'm aware of. Envelopes is a is a big Christian uh, one. You know, some people are just using plain old Excel spreadsheets. Um, speak to the software issue if you have a personal preference for your clients. Uh, maybe which one do you think is more difficult for accountants to work with? Just speak to the software issue that's, that's out there, the popular ones especially. Well, Quicken is very popular, and I am – we QuickBooks. most often for businesses in our office QuickBooks, use yeah. QuickBooks. QuickBooks, yeah, I meant QuickBooks. 
Um, QuickBooks is the most common software that we use for businesses. Um, for individuals, Quicken is a very good tool. Um, a lot of banks have adequate accountability on their websites to categorize expenses for an individual. It is really more a matter of the competency of the person putting the information in and how they organize it than it is a matter of the software. Most software can do a good job and you can you can get adequate results with almost any of the various softwares that are out there. But if the person doing it doesn't understand their goal and what they are attempting to do, then they're going to have bad results. There's an old computer phrase that is entirely appropriate, which is called garbage in, garbage out. If it's not good information going in and it's not understood when it's put in, then you're not going to get good results. You need to have an understanding of what it is you're trying to accomplish in order to get good results. Yes, yes, definitely. I mean, I went through a training just to be able to, because actually even QuickBooks has a lot of features and a lot of reports and a lot of different categories. And, you know, it took a while to, it took a, a while to figure out all the categories and to make sure everything was consistent. So that's, that's definitely correct. So quickly, um, let's wrap this up a little bit here, uh, Maddie. Tell us about your services. What you offer? Are you do you service a national uh, on a national basis, or are you more local to where you are? We we focus on entrepreneurs, and we work with people on a national basis. And you can find more information about me and my business at maddiebrown.com. That's M-A-D-D-I-E-B-R-O-W-N.com. And we do taxes, we do bookkeeping, and we do virtual CFO services. Okay. Um, is there anything else that we should know that I probably haven't asked? The time to plan is now. Time to plan is now. Thank you so much, Maddie. I, that's why I'm doing this show right now, too, because I really wanted to alert the audience that, you know, January 1, 2015 is really too late. And, guys, if you're listening to this anytime after 2015, I'm pretty sure this content will still be pretty good. Um, but I just wanted to bring that to you. So, again, MaddieBrown.com, M-A-D-D-I-E-B-R-O-W-N.com. Thank you, Maddie, for being my awesome guest today. Uh, guys, forgive any snafus and glitches. This is <laughs> this is a technical deal here, and um, they did some really great updates, but like everything else, there are some glitches sometimes. So uh, just work with that. Uh, the content was still awesome. Thank you, Maddie. Uh, thank you so much for being on fantastic. All right, guys, so the easiest way to connect with me is to download my app to your smartphone. Then you'll never have to type in all these website addresses. Again, go to the Google Play Store on your smartphone and search for Trudy Beerman and download my app to your Android device. Remember, we're already on iTunes, but the app for the Apple device is coming soon. Join us next week on Debt Free Wealth Radio. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. 
2014 is the year for your abundance. Let's pick up the momentum and press on for the prize of the high calling of Christ.